Mike Staley Podcast. FF Episode 1706. 1706, I'm your host, Mike Matthews, broadcasting from Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont. I guess it's a Wednesday show. Hey, we got to 480 subscribers or 480 robots that are, or bots that are listening to the show. Welcome. Mike's Daily Podcast. We're so happy to have you, wonderful robots, listening to the show. It's great. Daily podcast. Oh, I, got, I bumped into myself on my show where I try not to sing when I sing, and that's something I do. It's kind of a thing. Hey, I had to unfriend someone because they were posting too many pictures on Facebook and lots of fixtures. The pictures were all about their newborn baby. Can you believe that? Mike's Daily Podcast. Can you believe, can you believe that? That's great. I am a person that welcomes Mike's new humans daily to planet Earth podcast. by unsubscribing your parents yeah. because they have to post 7,000 pictures of you on stupid Facebook. Hey, this is the Bash Facebook show podcast where I bash the Facebook. This show today has a little bit to do with touting the fact that last show I broke news I broke other things too I may have also broken a leg But no I just want to say hi out To some people That just walked into cafe anyway But yeah we did have breaking news last show on the, As close as I get to breaking news Where I talked about how uh, The professor in Palo Alto Who apparently, apparently Is no longer in Palo Alto Look who else walked in. Oh my God. I can't get a friggin' thought out of my head today because everybody's walking in on me. Ugh. What was I saying? Oh, hello. Oh my God. Oh my God, you're right. Everything's interrupting everybody today. It's like so annoying. That's true, Shelly Shuhart. Mike Matthews, I'm Shelly Shuhart, the gift shop supervisor. That's great. My point was that the professor in Palo Alto, her last name is Ford or Blasey. And here's today's podcast picture. Depending on what news source you listen to, because apparently she wants to have her last name. She wants to be Blasey, but she wants to drop the Ford. But then a lot of people are calling her Professor Ford. So whatever the one who said, <laughs> hi, Basil, all oh, the birthday dog. And the podcast picture is going to have to do with the birthday dog. It is because yesterday we sang him happy birthday. He turned 10 double digits. And that's just fantastic because first off, he's a boxer and boxers have been known to have all kinds of health issues. They get tumors. Their hearts can go early. But he somehow has stuck around and I am so ever so thankful. Thankful, thankful, thankful. And we had a great time with him yesterday, my lovely lady friend and I. She got him this cool, like big well, you'll see it in the podcast picture. It's this big biscuit, dog biscuit shaped like a bone. But it's covered in not chocolate, but like this dog friendly chocolate. I think like car- carob carobs? Carob things? And peanut butter. 
and I stuck a little birthday candle on it and you can I think you can see there's like two little candies saying 10 and we gave it to him and he was so happy and my lovely lady friend recorded some video oh so much fun did that yesterday afternoon when I got home from work and just so took him for a nice walk and it's good you know he's been a great friend there was a song a country song that it didn't it wasn't a huge hit but I remember it got a lot of requests and you could probably still hear it on an internet radio station it was a group called Pirates of the Mississippi and it was a song called Feed Jake and the lyrics went um and if I die before I wake Feed Jake he's been a good dog my best friend right through it all if I die before I wake Feed Jake <laughs> And I got to meet Pirates of the Mississippi We were doing a concert with them Or they were in Long Beach Oh that's right So Ventura Is f- like four hours from Long Beach With all the traffic and everything So They had chartered us a bus The station somehow got a bus And I had to be on this bus with the, uh, This was in the mid 90s And we went down with these listeners That had won to Long Beach that was trying to get some big concert, country concert thing going but there was I remember there was like nobody there it was that big grassy field oh which they tore out I think and they put an aquarium there now the point is we get down there and as part of the deal Pirates of the Mississippi would get on the bus because they were the headliners and they'd say hi to us and they did and I was reading at the time a prayer for Owen Meany this is back when I used to read by the great author, the, the troubling author. And I can't read anything he does anymore because he just gets, he's too verbose. Just gets into too many things and gets into all kinds of disturbing imagery. But he's a, he's a very smart man, a smart author, Jonathan Irving. He also wrote The World According to Garp and The Cider House Rules. And those movies have very disturbing parts in them, if you see those, but the, and the books as well. So I'm reading that and the lead singer goes, oh, I'm reading that too. That's a good book. So I had a bonding moment with the lead singer. who I forget his name, but it was an interesting song. The point is Basil had a birthday yesterday and we celebrated and some other people walked in. Oh my, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer. We couldn't get to the microphone when you introduced us in time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because we have the microphone all the way over here. Yes. This is important that we establish that here at Cafe Anyway, we have only one microphone. Anyway. So everybody has to come up to this microphone to talk. Yeah. I don't like being on this microphone, Mike. It hurts me. It offends me. But if you get offended, that's the way the cookie crumbles. No. <laughs> You're offended by everything these days, Floyd. I know. It's so offensive. 480 people subscribing to the... And that means that if it stays at 480 today, that it's magic because that's amazing. And we're going to make a big sound effect go like. There. Uh, what the, anywho. So she, we broke the news yesterday that Professor Blossie Ford, Christina Blossie Ford, I think is her full, full name. From Palo Alto said that, well, she did not return, actually. She didn't return any emails to Chuck Grassley. 
Grassley, Grassy, Grassley, the councilman, the guy in charge of the. It's so funny how politicians in other states we get their names all wrong. Like it's Diane Feinstein, right? Everybody here in the Bay Area knows Diane Feinstein, but in other parts of the country, there is it Feinstein. But yeah, so de Blas, de, de, not de Blasio, that's the mayor of New York. Oh, that part, he's the mayor of New York City. No, uh, Blasi, Blase, Blase, whatever. So she didn't return any emails. And then finally, late last night, apparently, she said, or through her lawyer, said, look, uh, you've got these, th- you know, I think there needs to be more FBI investigation of all this Where, where's the fbi in all this now the fbi says they already investigated the background of brett kavanaugh and this never came up but the professor is saying oh no no this happened well she does say that it happened but she doesn't remember where it happened or what town it happened in what house it happened in or when exactly it happened she doesn't know the year this is a fact she's very Unspecific about that She just knows it happened So this is the big Question on everyone's head As you probably if you've immersed yourself in media In the past 24 hours you know Is that the Republicans Are saying well we're going to have the hearing On Monday if she shows up that's great She can give her side of the story If she doesn't fine And Grass, Grassley Grass on fire He says No we're not going to do Any more FBI investigation That's it Besides The whole FBI thing You asking that Just says that You're a Democrat And you want to postpone Kavanaugh Being confirmed And I call him Kavanaugh Because There was a guy I knew in high school Named Jim Kavanaugh So it's Kavanaugh But Yeah So Oh you Democrats You just want to postpone This thing Blah 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 The point is She should be able to say She's an American She should be able to say what happened If there's any politicalness In all of this That sucks That pisses me off I don't like that I don't like Any side Pulling this crap I hate that If she specifically Is saying That no I want my Justice done As a legal American citizen And I deserve that And I deserve to have this investigated Because I am an American I I completely get that And then there's the whole Specter of the Me Too movement And the whole um, Well it's a guy Who's All of his friends All of the supporters that he has Kavanaugh His family They're being dragged through the mud. Is this some random accusation that has no merit? Merritt Garland, how come he wasn't confirmed? It all comes back to that, Merritt Garland. That was the guy Obama picked. He was perfect for the Supreme Supreme Court. Who knows? The thing is, and somebody brought this, oh, so Michael Medved, oh my God. I used to like Michael Medved and he just PBPO'd me off. Did I say that correctly? I think I did. Maybe a little bit off, but... Oh, where's my archer? Phrasing. Thank you. The thing is that he said, Michael Medved actually defended the action. The action that took place. The whole 
a guy laying on top of a woman at a party. He's like, so who hasn't done something like that? He basically said that, Michael Medved. And I was, what? Say what? And say what? He, oh. And Michael Medved is usually pretty, he's pretty logical in his reasoning. Like you can kind of follow his train of thought, even if you're not uh, a Republican. And you go, oh, okay, I kind of see where he's coming from. Because like he had problems with Trump in the beginning. Because he's an arch conservative. Michael Medved is. And he was, he, he was like, well, Trump doesn't believe this. Trump doesn't believe that. But the that the, he immediately, Michael Medved immediately defended Brett Kavanaugh. Would not even listen to the story of Professor Blasey Ford. And just... Oh, and he still, to this day, I heard his show yesterday. He was, oh, no, no, no. This is all a ploy from the Democrats, from um, Kamala Harris. I could not think of Kamala Harris's name yesterday. Kamala Harris. Do you know, Kamala Harris is a, is p- potentially going to be our next president. I, I know. I know. I don't know. I've not heard her speak. Obama speaking last week, just on what the, he said. About Trump, oh, this show is so political today. About, you know, Trump being, um, what's that? Oh, not even, all he has to say is Nazis are bad. What's so hard about that? It's like what, what Obama was saying. That was a great line. Oh, I don't know if Kamala Harris can do that. But I appreciate that. You're welcome, sir. But we'll see. I got faith in Kamala. In fact, I have dedicated a part of my foot to Kamala Harris. It's actually my toe. It's my Kamala toe. And I'm I'm dedicated that part of my sh- foot to her. And I hope I hope that she doesn't let me down cuz that toe means a lot to me. The no, what I'm saying is and there's a big no there. If we could get that no. The, I don't know where anything is. No god. <laughs> That's where it is. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley. Um, why was Google, why did Google just write, dismiss, hand out of fist, out of mouth, out of, great googly movie. Did, what, just dismissed the hearing last week? Was that the hearing last week where he, they were supposed to show up? They wanted Facebook, Google, and Twitter to show up. And Google said, nope. We're not going to show up. I mean, basically, didn't they just break the law? Aren't they? Isn't the government supposed to come after Google at this point because they didn't show up? I think they were talking about the security and about Russia and the issue we have with Russia and that the fact that, oh, President Putin was extremely strong and powerful. Our voting machines, our voting machines. NPR had a story this morning about the voting machines in a lot of state of Maryland specifically was the one they were talking about are produced are made are connected financially connected to a Russian oligarch now they didn't say who that specific Russian oligarch was but doesn't that make you feel good i want to sing the Vo- the Volga boatman song does anyone know that one Volga boat is that how you say it the Volga boatman Burt Reynolds apparently tormented Sally Field mercilessly. I think that's inexcusable. Sally Field is a wonderful, fantastic person. She played Mary Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln's wife. It was Mary, right? 
she he she played her even though the part the person she was portraying was much much younger than Sally Field's age at the time but Steven Spielberg said oh she you can be yeah you you're perfect for that and I think and I was telling my lovely lady friend this last night that they knew each other Spielberg and Sally Field knew each other from the TV days because Spielberg directed a lot of TV I wonder if he met her back then but Sally Field in fact back in those TV days got a Emmy for Sybil uh, the movie she did and apparently she couldn't be there to accept the award because she was off at some location shooting with Burt Reynolds Burt Reynolds was making directing a movie that everyone forgot called The End where I think he's dying of cancer and it was supposed to be his big movie and it, I think it bombed I think they showed it on TV a couple of times I may have caught some of that but and it was and wonderful and then I was Maybe I'm not the biggest Burt Reynolds fan I thought I was. But apparently he used to just cut her down and and she finally had enough. And it was, I think they were married for a year or two. But Sally Field, Gidget, The Flying Nun. She broke out of those horrible TV shows. Well, I don't know if they're bad. Gidget looked somewhat interesting. Wasn't she on the beach a lot? Beaches are good. That's my point. And nuns flying, that's awesome. They should all be flying around. Nuns. That way, you know, they don't have to drive. They can just fly to their next appointment. My point is, Burt Reynolds shouldn't have done that. And Sally Field said, I'm kinda, she didn't say this specifically, but she said, I'm kinda glad he's dead because then me coming out with this book won't hurt him. (laughs) Yeah. It's in some ways she's right. But my point is that the people that worked on the TV show Doctor Who, and I'll end with this thought, as I mentioned on the Monday show, they had horrible teeth back in the 70s and 80s. Okay, and some of the, well, they didn't make any, they made one Doctor Who in the 90s. Uh, it, it, it was people working on the older people of that ilk of that part of British TV, BBC. They just didn't care about their teeth. And you see them on these documentaries on YouTube, which I love to watch on the weekends. And this one guy, I swear, he didn't have a tooth. In his mouth, it was a pig hoof. A pig's hoof was his tooth. He's like, yeah, we had a tough time getting the London fog to move along the countryside. I've got a pig hoof as a tooth in my mouth. Next show, we're going to have the wonderful Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player, and the brewmaster. Enjoy the podcast picture of the wonderful Basil the Boxer. And please enjoy your day. If you didn't like this show, well, then my name is Joe Rogan. And I hope you enjoyed this wonderful podcast. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.